This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Shooter ready. Stand by. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio. We are your Second Amendment community. Interviews, product reviews, politics, trivia. Gun Owners Radio has it all and more. Check us out at gunownersradio.com and tune in every week to hear Dave Stahl, Michael Schwartz, and all our guests talk about everything Second Amendment. Here we go. All right, folks, welcome. You are listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. Did you know Americans stop and prevent a violent crime one to three million times per year with a gun? That's right. Studies from Florida State, the CDC, and the Crime Prevention Research Center shows that guns are used to protect life 25 more times uh, than when they are used to take a life. 25 times. And the estimate is on the low end. And if you believe the good people deserve the best tools to defend themselves and their family, then you should be a member of the San Diego County Gun Owners. San Diego County Gun Owners makes it easy to connect with the community that's fighting to defend and restore your Second Amendment right. Become a member today. It's only $10 a month. Go to sdcgo.org slash join. They become a member today. You sound a little hollow today, Dave. I, do I really? Yeah. I wonder if it's Get right in on that mic. Hubba, hubba, hubba. No, you still sound hollow, doesn't he? <laughs> well, it's not my fault. <clears throat> Happy oh. birthday, by the way, oh, my friend. Oh, yeah. Another Happy turn, birthday. Another turn around the planet. There you go. Well, around the around the sun. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> planet's just a day. Why are we turning my but uh, anyway, hey, big thank you to Rifle Supply up in Huntington Beach. Orange County Gun Owners had a, we had a fantastic uh, um, event up in uh, Huntington Beach thanks to Rifle Supply. They had their, I forget what they called it, their midsummer party or something like that. And they had a bunch of vendors and it was a lot of fun. And Orange County Gun Owners was right there with some Orange County Gun Owners members and some brand new Orange County Gun Owners members. And uh, I met one of our listeners. Really? Ja- yeah, Jason came up and said, "Hey, aren't you?" He said, I, "He said, man, I listen to podcasts all the time." He said, "Aren't, aren't you on one of them?" And I said, "Yeah, I kind of am." Yeah, Maybe yeah, once yeah. Anyway, thank you guys. Rifle Supply is absolutely the best. Love you guys. Um, I hope it was. Uh, there were lines out the door, so I think it was as yeah. good for you as it was for everybody else, which is fantastic. You guys deserve it. You guys are a wonderful shop. Gun Owners Radio is expanding our marketing and advertising services. Not only can we help you get in front of the gun owners community, but we can help your business get seen. Websites, SEO, AdWords, social media advertising, email marketing, our team can help you connect with your customers. The first seven people that email get a free website checkup. That's a $300 value where our experts review your content, your design, your SEO, and give you the report. Email rich, R-I-C-H, at gunownersradio.com. That's rich at gunownersradio.com to get a free website audit. I know you know somebody with a website that needs our help, so give that email address to them today. So, Absolutely. There you go. You sound good now. Oh, of course. Well, it's all about equipment. Do we have some technical difficulties? Yes. All right. Well, I don't want to play the technical difficulties song, please. I'm okay. Yeah, please try that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there's a TV in here. <laughs> in case you get bored. Well, I know you get bored during I the show sometimes. <laughs> we well, you know what's funny is it's just a different perspective, Dave, because that's the same TV that's normally right there. 
Uh, really? Yeah, I, I didn't so. notice that either. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Either. Well, that's why we have her. There you go. Alicia, how's it going? Pretty good. You're still over there Look with some m and People huh? are calling mm-hmm. in saying I'm having trouble with my mic. See? <laughs> At least I we said. know people are listening. They love you. Are it's those... fixed now. He says yeah. it's fixed now. Tell them, tell them thanks for listening. What you, you just have like a massive like sack. That's not even a bag of this M&M's. Is... That is a massive sack of M&M's. So this was a love-hate gift from Dave. Yes, it was. What does that mean? Well, well Brittany, Brittany would get it was nice enough. Well, she Brittany. gave me a birthday present. Brittany's the mm. best, and I share. Oh, you can't nice. have any. I don't want. I don't want. Don't even. Sir, don't even get that close to me. Honestly, I don't really like. You're sweets. not a sweet. Here we guy. are on food again. Yeah, I know. You knew, <laughs> it, not, you knew it was coming. You just knew. It I don't coming. really like sweets, but I would just shovel that into my face. <laughs> With the, I mean, just relentlessly. See, just thinking about it almost makes your mouth water. Don't yeah, it? I would put it into a bowl and cover it in chocolate milk and eat it with a soup spoon. Just Ugh. wrap it around the neck like a, tr- like a feed yeah. bag. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like him <laughs> No, don't give it. Like a joke. feed bag? Yeah, like a feed. horse? Oh, it's yeah. getting so bad. Thanks, okay. Alicia. Moving right along. So uh, we have a really great show. There's a lot of stuff coming up. We have some cool victories. We're going to talk to John Crump. He's got an interesting little, you know, there are all these little The Second Amendment fight isn't as clear as, you know, are they going to ban my guns? Uh, It's so much more complicated than that. We're getting picked on in so many different ways, and John Crump is going to talk about his experience with getting picked on. And I think we have some good news on it, but we're going to talk to him about it. We're going to talk about Hawaii and Knives. Hawaii and Knives? Hawaii and Knives. You're going to have to wait and see. Oh, that's right. You You used to live over there. I did. Not Lahania. Uh no. no, and no, no. I went. Well, no, I went to Maui though. Did you? I used to. Maui was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Where did what? what uh, just vacation? Or? Uh, went once with Ford Motor Company, and then once with Lexus, and yeah. So I've always gone with car manufacturers, and they always put you in the nicest hotels. And- well, I went to. I was in. Uh, I went to. Uh, uh, I, I lived on Oahu. Mm. Went to high school out there, and then my family, my senior year of high school, we went. Was your dad? To Maui. Was he in the military? He was in the navy. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, we, uh, my dad and I, went on Haleakala, the, the crater, on Did you? the worst rainstorm in, in history, well, and of we, we were camping in it. Oops. We seriously almost froze to death. Really? We lit- It was kind of an emergency. Kind of. Um, we uh, we made it. We survived. Um, and then uh, the funniest thing was. The, the, we, we got out of there. We get to the parking lot. Okay, we hiked all day. We did in, in one day what should have taken probably about two days. But we were like, we got to get out of here. Wow. So we get up to uh, we get up to the parking lot just in time for the whole thing to shut down. Right there, so there was nobody coming. Uh, everything was closed, wow. and it was it was the worst rainstorm in, in history. <laughs> anyway, and uh, the only thing there was like this kind of this semi permanent porta potty. So my old man and I spent the night in a porta potty. What? Like, like cuddling for warmth. It was freezing. Um, in a porta potty. In a porta potty. And the next morning, we hear a car uh, come out, and my dad runs out of the porta potty. Yeah. And I hear him through the porta potty. Uh, he said, "Hey, we need help." And it was like a ranger. And he goes, "Uh, okay. Uh, where are you?" And he said, "We're in the porta potty." And. <laughs> 
thought, what what must be going through this guy's so mind? So he drove away yeah. and left you at the board of us. So then we were at the visitor center. My mom was coming with my grandmother already to visit. We're at the visitor center down there, and uh, we had the, the um, rangers took turns coming in and telling us how crazy we were. <laughs> it was like, how? what were you guys thinking? How big a porta potty was it? Well, it was tiny. It was it was a tiny little porta potty, but uh, it was raining. It was cold. It was windy. We seriously were not prepared for that amount, but we survived. We made it. We improvised. We, we overcome. We never go camping with this guy. <laughs> what level of scouts did you make it to? I was six months away from Eagle. I think so of that was I. I think in that last six months they would have talked about how to how to survive in a about body. rain, yeah, how, to, how to survive in a porta potty. I remember they, I was like, I, you know, I was like, you know, I was grew up in Florida and Hawaii. I'm like, rain? Who cares? Yeah. It's not. You don't freeze in rain. Did you go it's through like, all your merit badges see if you could find one that would help get you out of this porta potty? No, but I got to tell you, I full on red dawn to the whole situation. I had like, I was like, I had like, like. I was making like rain jackets out of, out of tarps toilet, and out of toilet paper. Yeah, di- oh, it was. I totally. It was. Uh, it was fun. But that was. But I. My. I, my heart goes out to everybody. That was oh, actually. Yeah. We stayed very close to Lahaina. It looks like Lahaina. I remember that. Uh, you know, there was only one. That you know that tree that, that mm. I don't know if you saw that it's still there, it's still there, a little little scorched. But but they yeah they don't know because they don't know if the root ball and everything is being able to serve. They really hope it has. But man. I mean, cars were literally exploding. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, they're tough people. If you get a couple of bucks, see if yeah, you can donate it. it. Yeah. But uh, they're tough people, and they're going to get through it. Yep. And uh, in about uh, five minutes, you're not even going to know it happened. They're going to be right back up and running. Do you know how well everything's going to come back? You know, green wise. Yeah, yeah. But I'm so sorry for what they yeah, went through. Hearts and prayers go to every single one. Donate, donate. Oh, now I got to get a new shirt. Donate, 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 rather than vote. Yeah, rather than vote. Put it on the back. Good idea. <laughs> right here on Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM Folks, hey, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, where the show off air is always better than on. Gun the Owners answer. Radio. Oh, I'm dead yet. That's <laughs> right. 961 AM 1170. The answer. You now you got it. Hey, if you own a gun in California, you should have an attorney that specializes in California gun laws on your speed dial. Because if you ever have legal matters that involve firearms, you need California's firearm lawyer, John Dillon. Especially if you have questions about red flag laws, gun registration, gun transportation, or maybe you just need to know that your guns are California compliant. Our trusted firearms attorneys, John Dillon. John Dillon specializes in California gun law. Put his number on your phone right now, 760-642-7150. That's John Dillon, California firearms lawyer, 760-642-7150. All right. Do we have, so is last we heard, he has not called in yet, Mr. Crump. He's got, uh, 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 kind of an interesting thing going on. Um, he's an Ammo Land, Ammo Land uh, journalist. Oh, we've had him on before. Yeah, and he uh, is facing a gag effort by the U.S. Attorney. Have he's you... on? Okay, he's on. Oh, there we go. All right, John, you there? Well, you I am here. So, sorry. Can no. you hear me? Yeah. Yes, sir. How you doing, man? Hey. Uh, not bad, not bad. I beat that gag order, by the way. 
All right, excellent. Talk about it. So, <laughs> yeah. go, tell us the story. Let's just let's let's jump right into the context. Oh yeah, I've been I've been uh, reporting on the auto key car case, the case against Christopher Justin Justin Irvin and Matthew Hoover for selling a piece of metal with a picture of a lightning link on there, hmm. even though it wasn't the correct dimensions, correct type of metal, or anything like that. So I've been reporting on that. What, what was the, what was their problem? Tell us a little bit more about that. What was their problem with 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 that with that? Well, uh, there's something called a pre-sensing report, uh, and the pre-sensing report was given to the, the like the defendant, and the defendant they can share it, but officers of the court cannot share it. So I got it from one of the defendants, uh, Matthew Hoover, who gave it to me, which is his right to do. Mm-hmm. And I made a video about it, a short little video. I didn't really even go into what was in the pre-sensing report. We just talked about, you know, the, the amount of time that he is facing. The prosecutor, who already had a problem with me because she tried to shut me down during the, sorry, uh, ice cream trucks passing by. No, that's not a bad uh, thing. Yeah, I'll take uh, a prosec- I'll take a push up and like a choco taco. I want an ice cream sandwich. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, the prosecutor who already had a problem with me because she tried to get me um, uh, order against me during the sentencing had a problem not with so much me but with the comments. So she filed for a gag order to prevent me from talking about the case and for me to destroy any documentation that I had about the case. But you're a reporter. Correct, I am. Why is she allowed to do that? She's really not. (laughs) Isn't Isn't that the new norm? What? I mean, more people are breaking laws that they can't, they shouldn't be breaking, but they're just breaking them. They just do it. Yeah. What was your thought? Yeah. Now, when you got that, when you when you when you know, obviously they notified you that there was an attempt at a gag order. What was your reaction? Well, they didn't notify me. They did not notify me. They were going to try to uh, hold a hearing in ex parte, uh, basically, like without me there to to decide that they're going to put a gag order on me. Hmm. One of my lawyers, Stephen Stimbolia. Mm-hmm. Found out about it and contacted one of my other lawyers, Rob Olson, who we jumped into action and we filed a motion to intervene in my own case about a gag order being placed on me, which is absolutely ridiculous. Jeez, that's kind of, well. No, when you did finally find out about it, what was your reaction? What what, what were your thoughts? How do we fight this, and how do we win? I got to tell you, more people need to have that attitude. Now you're a reporter, so I think that uh, I think that you, you kind of have to have that attitude to be a reporter. But um, I think uh, I don't I don't think it, and I don't think it's uh, specific to the gun community either. I think that more Americans that needs to be the attitude. I think a lot of people would get a gag order or would be told something by someone in a position of authority, and they just accept it. Oh, all right. I can't do that. All right. Well, wait a minute. Why can't I do that? Why can't I say that? You know, we're Americans. This is the country of the self-governed. I'm I'm glad you immediately launched into that. What what did your was your attorney all for that? He said, "Yeah, let's fight this thing." Well, I talked to him a little bit. I said, "Hey, I'm Stephen. One of my other attorneys sent it over to my other attorney, Rob Olson. Uh, so Rob and uh, another one of his associates named Oliver started reading through it." 
Uh, the next morning, Rob called me up at a little bit before 8 o'clock Eastern time, 8 a.m. Eastern time, and his exact words were, are you ready to go to war? I said, absolutely, <laughs> let's do this. Good for so you. Work- so we started working on the case. Uh, uh, James Phillips came on board as well down in Florida. We started working on the case. Uh, and my lawyers were feeling sense. They're like, we're not going to even charge you for this. We're going to do this pro bono. Wow. Um, wow. The, the, the day after, when uh, I work with GOA a lot, so I told them what was going on. I said, hey, I may not be available if you need anything for me for a while because I'm fighting this case. Uh, and GOA, immediate immediate answer was, we want to cover your legal fees. <laughs> wow. So, I, so I'm like, I'm sure Rob and Steven and all those guys won't mind being paid. <laughs> it is exciting when you are right, when you're like, oh, my gosh, this is a lawsuit. We could win this. We, we, we're easily going to win this thing. We're in the right. It is kind of exciting, right, to, to, to go, oh, man. Well, it's even more exciting when you know somebody's going to pay the, pay the bill because <laughs> yeah, no it takes the pressure off. I mean, you're still going to work just as hard you know, and everything, but you know there's no pressure now that you might have to hawk the house. Yeah, well, yeah. But I think yeah, there's, but- something, there's something in you that just, like, you want to, like, climb a hill and wave the American flag and – you know, pet a bald eagle. Just you know what I mean. Just be like, you know, you watch, you watch Red Dawn last night, yeah. didn't you? <laughs> no, I, I can tell. I'm gonna watch it tonight, though. I know. <laughs> yeah. So Stephen jumped on an airplane, flew from uh, DC down to uh, Florida because we only had a few days' notice, so we had to rate brace and get all everything ready to go. And so he landed Thursday night in Florida, and. He argued at one thirty Eastern time in Florida and was back on an airplane by uh, like five o'clock that night. Wow. Flying back to DC. So I wanna really wanna thank all those guys who uh, jumped to my defense. It's yeah. a it's a good feeling. That's a real good mm-hmm. feeling. It's a very good feeling. Yeah, I- I just think the prosecutor didn't think that I was a she just thought I was a guy in my basement. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> he probably didn't think that I, uh, and I am a guy in my basement. That's where I write from, actually, and that's where I do my videos from. But I'm a very well-connected guy in my basement, and I don't think that she realized that. So I don't think that they thought they were going to be facing a legal team. So okay, so what did what, what were you trying to say that you got gagged? Say what you were trying. Tell us everything that you were trying to talk about. Um, yeah. you know, violate that they uh, what they you know no, it's not a violation because you beat it, but you know do it. D- tell us what would have violated that gag order. Uh, like me talking about the case at all because they figured that they were getting a lot of vitriol from the public, and since I was the person reporting on the case, even though they put out a press release, they figured since I was reporting on it that the vitriol must be coming from my audience. <laughs> well, <clears throat> and what, what exactly were they trying to do? What were you reporting on? Tell us about the, the case. If someone had, has, has no idea, has, knows nothing about the case that you were trying to report on, uh, bring us up to speed. Okay. Uh, just Christopher Justin Irvin started a, a company called Auto Keycard. It was a picture of a lightning link on a piece of metal. Now, Keep in mind that the lightning link was not to the correct dimensions of a lightning link, and the metal was also thicker 
than what it needed. It was stainless steel metal, and it was thicker than what a lightning link would have would have been. For, forgive so, me, but no, what's a lightning link? I don't even I don't know what that yeah, is. It, it converts a a AR-15 with a 1961 Colt uh, Colt bolt carrier group into a full automatic. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Go for it. But but you know you have to have a 1961 bolt carrier group for mm. one. And another thing, uh, it was the wrong thickness, the wrong type of metal, and it was the wrong size. <laughs> so what was the purpose? Why was he manufacturing these things? Well, they were like bottle openers. Oh, okay. All right. So they sold them out of like a novelty, you know. All right, right, right. And the ATF thought that was wrong because it had a picture of a lightning link, so therefore it must be a machine gun. Uh, and then Matthew Hoover got brought into it because Matthew Hoover was a YouTuber who took a sponsorship deal from AutoKeyCard.com. Hmm. So he, he didn't sell them, didn't transfer them. He just took a sponsorship. They bought ad space on his YouTube videos. Well, that's interesting. Check this out, guys. Look, I'm showing the folks in the studio. That does look like a bottle opener. <laughs> It does look like a bottle opener. Yeah, that's what I was just looking at yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry. So it was a novelty. He he said th- this this piece of metal that uh, used to be able to uh, fit into the uh, the uh, it looks like it kind of fit on the trigger guard and, and affected the bolt carrier group of an AR. Um, uh, you know, to make it to make it full auto. We're selling this piece that looks similar but doesn't actually work that way. As a bottle opener, as a novelty, as, you know, make a couple of bucks and kind of have a couple of chuckles. And the yeah. ATF decided that with everything that's going on in the world, um, you know, not, they have all this extra time now that they're not giving guns to Mexican cartels. So let's go after this bottle opener company. Well, how ridiculous. So who was the prosecutor? Was this a federal prosecutor? Yeah, it was a federal prosecutor. And I just want to state that the ATF could not get it to work correctly either. <laughs> so, like... Uh, so it was a federal prosecutor named uh, Laura Coffer Taylor, um, and she didn't like me because people left nasty comments about her. Not me. In fact, the judge said that you know he's he's reporting just the facts of the case and, and the and her statement yesterday. So uh, she filed this gag order. Uh, it, the judge started ripping into the state. And the judge on Friday said we need to talk to Laura Coffer Taylor and her boss or whoever was arguing the case because the DOJ wouldn't let her speak. Said we're not going to let her speak on this in this case. All right, let's keep talking about it on the yeah, other side of the break. Here. We'll be right back. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. Folks, hey, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961-1178. The answer. Hey, if you've listened to Gun Owners Radio, you know how I feel about our current government and financial situation. So if you, it's no secret I'm a big believer in diversifying your money with precious metal like gold and silver. But when it comes to buying precious metal, you need the right company in your corner. That's why we're partnered with the top-rated precious metal company, Gold Co. 
because reputation matters. Gold Co. is a six times 5,000 winner at 2022 Company of the Year, and they've helped people like you and me make over $2 billion in gold and silver. And right now, they're offering gun owner radio support up to $10,000 in bonus silver when opening a qualified IRA account. This is your opportunity to protect yourself from out-of-control corrupt government. Don't pass it up. Grab your phone today and give Gold Co. a call. Take action today so you don't regret it tomorrow. Call Gold Co. at 855-612-6354. That's 855-612-6354. And tell them you heard about them on Gun Owners Radio. All right, John, finish your story. Yeah, so uh, Warren Colfer-Taylor got upset about the comments, and so the judge uh, even said that, where was I? Okay, so uh, they the state was trying to argue the case. The judge said, I want to speak to Laura Colfer-Taylor, and her boss is like, well, we don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> it wouldn't really add anything to the case. So the judge said, I just want to know, what were you guys thinking and at that point, the DOJ said, well, we don't want to really discuss what we discussed internally, and so we're going to withdraw the motion. <laughs> so you win. So, yeah, so yeah, I win. How, uh, how is the ATF yeah. able to just tell a judge, no, we don't, yeah. want, we don't want to do I that? Mean, well, I, can't, I can't tell a judge that. The same way they gave permission and then took it back and charged them. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, well, they well they they dropped the they dropped the motion once uh, the judge was insisting on talking to Laura Coffey Taylor. They're like, yeah, you know, we're just going to drop it. Uh, so we think that she might have gotten in a little bit of a hot water with the DOJ. Good, good, she deserves it. It's horrible. I mean, you know, basically using the the full using attempting to use the force of government to to. Uh, squash speech, you know, and to bully a journalist. Um, it's just ridiculous. This this stuff has got to stop. Uh, you know, my understanding, okay, so you you basically got the story. All the information you got, you got it completely legally. It's totally ethical. You're just reporting the facts. Um, it was, it was a, you know, definitely a case that uh, interested your uh, your readers and, and they had an interest in it. You know, it's... <laughs> It's ridiculous. The fact that she was doing this and what she was attempting to do is absolutely ridiculous. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you won. I'm glad that you fought back and, and are continuing to, uh, to report on it. Now, this isn't the only – you're kind of a – in fact, in Ammo Land, in one of the articles I read, they described you as a uh, thorn in the side of the DOJ. Is that accurate? I would say, yeah. I, I, can't, I, I can't really say what they think, but if <laughs> I was in the DOJ, I would think of myself as a thorn. <laughs> I think that's important. I think that's that's a good thing. I don't think that's a bad thing at all. I think you know, keeping them honest and you know, making sure that they're uh, uh, you know uh, staying on the right side of the law. I imagine if there wasn't, I, I remember telling uh, a group of of folks that uh, the uh, uh, journalism is kind of the kind of a uh, kind of the the fourth branch of government. You know, I mean, if 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 a journalist wasn't there, an honest journalist doing their job, investigating, reporting, um, imagine what they could get away with. Imagine what the government could get away with. And, and we don't want them to get away with anything. I don't think, you know, uh, that's not good government. So I'm glad you're there doing it. What 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 inspired you to uh, to become a thorn in the side of the of the DOJ? 
I just saw the stuff that they were doing, and I don't agree with it. I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of the Washington Post, but the Washington Post does have a slogan that democracy dies in darkness. And I want to shine a light on everything that the government does. Because a lot of people, I was pre-law. And when I was going through pre-law, um, before I started doing pre-law, I viewed, like, the Justice Department and, like, the prosecutors as the good guys. But when I started going through pre-law, I started realizing that that's not exactly the case. The, the good guys, a lot of times, are the defense attorneys, and the prosecutors are the ones that are usually abusing the law. What, now, why do you say that? Tell me a little bit more about that. For example, in the auto key card case, yeah. Matthew Hoover, Justin Irvin, neither one of those guys hurt anyone. There's no victims, nothing. With the amount of auto key cards they sold, no one was able to successfully to convert it to a to a machine gun. And one of the jury instructions that the prosecutors successfully got through was that they didn't have to prove that it was a machine gun and the court to declare it was a machine gun, even though it didn't work. And then the jury, all they had to roll on was was if it was transferred, which is a lot more bar than to say, is this a machine gun, right? So it doesn't, So basically, all, doesn't matter if it actually does something wrong, just the fact that they made it and sold it, that's, that's what they... Uh, uh, that's what they tried to get them on, huh? Yeah, and that's what they did get them on. And that, to me, right there, is not anything kosher. And we have seen prosecutors know that the people that they're prosecuting are innocent of different crimes and still push forward with the prosecution. What do you think their motivation is? Why would they do that? <laughs> Political points, uh, sometimes they are just looking for promotion. Sometimes they're looking to get their name out there. There's a bunch of different reasons. Look at the Rittenhouse case. Mm. Like, I know Kyle, and Kyle is a is a wonderful kid. And he, he didn't set out to do what the prosecutors try to say that he set out to do. And I... Sure, the prosecutors, the prosecutor in the case knew that, but yet they prosecuted them. They tried to prosecute them for that. So it's stuff like that. So, you know? so what? What? So, 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 what happened? Is the case still going on, or what happened with the case? Well, there, the guys, they have a sentencing on September sixth. My part of it, the gag order is dead. They're not going to come back and try to gag me about it. They basically got dressed down by the judge, so there's no way that they're going to come back and try to place another gag order. So the sentencing's on September 6th, and we'll see how much time that they get. I'm hoping that they get time served or supervised release, and then the appeals process will start. I'm so sure they, were both con- sides- they were convicted. They were found guilty, even mm-hmm. though this thing that they were selling wasn't the thing that they were selling. Well, yeah, because the the prosecutor successfully got jury instructions to tell the jury that it doesn't have to work. All you have to rule on is if these guys transferred it. And those jury instructions were put in on the, one of the final days of the case where they argued the whole entire case that it didn't work. Then all of a sudden they got a jury instruction to say, well, even though the whole entire case 
centered around if it worked or not. Now you don't have to worry about that. You just have to you just have to say whether they transferred or not, which they admitted that they were they sold them. So, but they they okay. So part of their defense was, hey, look, we designed this thing to not work. Is that is that accurate? Correct. Yeah. And, and then the jury instruction says that they didn't have to prove that they designed it to work, only that they transferred them. I'd like to throw in there as well as part of before they began production, the article stated that they got permission from they got permission from the ATF to, to manufacture and produce this. What? Yeah, they got yeah. Permi- they got permission from yeah. the local field offices. They they both went to the local field offices and asked the local field offices, but. That's not binding. The only person that can determine whether they'll allow to sell them or not is uh, the firearms technology branch. I wonder what I wonder what's going to happen to the you know the field agent who uh, you know gave them authorization who was unauthorized they're, to give them authorization. They're still working. Of course. Now, is it true? I'm reading that they could that Irving could face up to 110 years in federal prison, while Hoover could spend up to 45. Does is that jive with what you've been told? Their potential. High end sentences yeah, yeah, could be. They're, they're, that, that's that's the maximum sentence. Right. What according to the pre-sentencing report, which the prosecutor, of course, is trying to overrule, uh, the pre-sentencing report said says Irvin's been in jail for for at least almost three years. So the pre-sentencing report for him said that you know that the parole board is recommending. Uh, time served and three years of probation. And for Matt Hoover, they're recommending uh, 22 to 32 months either on supervised release or or in prison. The prosecutor is pushing for eight years for both, eight additional years for both, even though they're both currently locked up. So the prosecutor is pushing for eight additional years. So the government is even disagreeing with the prosecutor with the amount of time that these guys should get. That's lunacy. That is absolutely totally. lunatic. So unbelievable. I really truly. So this is this was ATF or or, or DO. Well, ATF's in the DOJ. So, but was this initiated by the ATF? It was initiated by the ATF. Yes, they're a predatory agency. We absolutely need to get rid of the ATF. I mean. I think that there are a lot of memes going around and people kind of saying it and laughing and chuckling. I'm not joking. Uh, you know, especially here in California, they are a predatory agency. They are unethical, uh, and in case in you know in in some cases uh, downright illegal. They should not exist. They they've abused their power over and over again. This is ridiculous. Um, so, but they're going to end up. These guys are going to end up being felons. Are they are they're they're, they're felons. They're felons, right? That is correct. They they are felons. They don't have their gun rights. Hopefully, they'll win on appeal. And they got some strong. They have strong cases on appeal. You know, they weren't allowed to argue. They weren't allowed to argue First Amendment, the First Amendment at all. Why? If there was a court order saying that they're not allowed to argue for that they were exercising their First Amendment, it was a part of the pretrial court order. That the that the DOJ put in and received, and that's one. I think that's. I I have no inside information on what they're yeah. going to challenge. But yeah. if if I was them, that's what I would challenge. That's amazing. Well, uh, all right. Well, where can people find more of your work? Uh, well, John Crump News on YouTube and Amalin.com. All right, buddy. 
Thank you, John. Keep up the good work. Thank you. We're going to take a quick break. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. Is that your theme song? thought it was. It's my theme song. You like that song? This is what plays in my head when I'm just driving down the street in my Jeep and everything works for a change. Windows down. Just Windows down. Blowing your hair. Got the radio turned <laughs> on. Oh, don't even need the radio. Everything works. Gun Owners Radio. FM 96.1.8.11.70. The answer. Hey, I found you a restaurant. Go. Gillespie Cafe. And you get to sit there and watch airplanes. I, I've been there. Oh, I've been there. Yeah, I've had a cool little. Place. Oh yeah, I've been there. Have you ever wanted to get a pilot's license? Well, here in San Diego, pilots can fly almost every day, which makes San Diego one of the best places to learn how to fly in the world. Learn to fly with San Diego Flight Training International. Check out these this deal just for gun owner radio listeners. One hour of ground school, one hour of flight with an instructor. Yes, and get and you get to fly. Normally four hundred dollars. Listeners is three fifty. Getting started, it's easy. Give them a call eight five eight five six nine one eight two two, or just go to SDFTI eight five eight five six nine one eight two two. So we got a couple bits of good news for you. It's about time. One is uh, there will be guns at the gun show. So we got a gun show coming up in October. I don't have the exact date yet, and there's a bunch you got to do before before the gun show. So don't worry too much about it yet. We don't have the exact date. Do is we? it going to be the same group putting it on as the last one? Or same group, but okay. we're going to have more guns this time. Uh, which took a little bit of doing. I got to tell you, the city attorney, oh my gosh, <laughs> talk about abusing power. But uh, there's going to be more guns there. Um, it's going to be a really good time. We are going to have the symposium inside the gun show, so that's a good thing. We're going to have uh, guest speakers and all kinds of cool stuff. But I really want to emphasize um, there will be a lot more guns in the gun show, and that is – at least in part, in large part, thanks to San Diego County Gun Owners. So thank you so much, San Diego County Gun Owners, for your hard work and making sure that we can have a gun show. And we really want to turn this thing into, you know what I don't want the gun show to be? What? I don't want the gun show to just be, you know, four times a year, another, you know, a gun shop competitor comes to town and takes sales away from our friends. Right. I don't want it to be that. I want the gun shops in San Diego. I want this to be a meeting place. I want it to be a community event. I want the gun shops to benefit from it um, rather than compete with it. So we're going to talk to all the FFLs. We're going to make sure that uh, everybody that wants to be there is there. We're going to make the, really make the case that uh, you know this is more than just a simple gun show. We don't want it to be a you know a arts and craft show. We don't want it to just be a bunch of tables where you look at stuff. That's important. That's fun. We want it to be guns. We want it to be gun accessories. We want it to be interesting. And then we also want to make sure that you get some information and see some folks that you know that are fellow gun owners with you. And so that's what we're trying to do. We're really trying to build something special. I have a date for it, by the way. What do you got? What? Mark your calendars. October twenty first and twenty second. For sure. That's what they're putting on their website. All right. Okay. Just well, looked it up. Did you write that down? <clears throat> no. Oh, you got the brain of a bear. <laughs> yeah. Just 
Snap it right up. There you go. Right before Halloween. We could do like a costume party. We could. Fun. I'm going to come as a radio host. <laughs> <laughs> what are you coming as? I'm going to come as a, uh, a, 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 Jeep, a Jeep owner. An M&M. An M&M. 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 Yeah. I got shirts. It'll be, uh, I'll, it'll be a big W. A big W. You know, I'm upside down. Goes <laughs> with the Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goes with the Jeep. Yeah. Okay, so Hawaii had a, a big case. It's kind of cool. Um, you know, the Second Amendment, what does it say? Does it say anything about guns in the Second Amendment? No. No. It says arms, right? So, yeah, it doesn't say guns. Right. It says arms, which wisely, uh, you know, they used that. Can rather you believe than, how smart those old guys were? And they weren't old. They were very young, actually. Mm-hmm. That's actually very surprising. A lot of guys in their 30s, you know. And the how world, would the they be? Changed. How could they? Would they have a crystal ball? Well, I think they just had wisdom. Yeah, but it was amazing wisdom. They didn't have yeah. TikTok throughout the brain. <laughs> when you really stop and look at it, at the Constitution, and I think what they did it in 100 and 118 days, I think is what I, I read. Something like that. Just It just boggles the mind that they've been able to do what they did back then. Foresee what they foresaw. Yeah, yeah it wasn't perfect. They made a couple mistakes. Well, but in general, man, the things. On, uh, let me see you do it. Hey, I, that's what I'm saying. It's as, as good as it's ever been. You know what I mean? Yes. As far as political documents have been. Well, gone, have, and it depends goes. on how you perceive it. Where you say they made a few mistakes. They may be grammatical errors. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I didn't mean grammatical. <laughs> I think they got. I think they spelled everything correctly for the time, but no, you know, it wasn't a perfect. It wasn't perfect, but the important thing that they did do is they made sure that hey, if it, you know, this we know this thing isn't perfect. Right. So when when things uh, do change, uh, there's a way to change them. Sure, but um, you know, the first uh, the first the first ten amendments, you know, are written in stone. This mm. is like the, these are Cast. universal forever. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, Anyway, where I'm going with this is the state of Hawaii had a bunch of different kinds of knives that they made illegal. And uh, there's actually an organization, a national uh, – I can't remember their name right now. I'm so embarrassed. You should be. Anyway, uh, they're like the uh, – the, uh, they're for knife rights basically, the right for you know people to own knives and blades and that sort of thing. So they said, look, we're going to file. We're going um, to sue – the state of Hawaii for making you know these butterfly knives right. um, illegal. Oh, is that the one, the butterfly knife? <clears throat> yeah, and uh, um, you know, so we said, hey, that's great. There was actually a San Diego attorney who's a really great guy who uh, filed the the case for you know against Hawaii. And San Diego County gun owners actually submitted an amicus brief, which means that we weighed in and said, hey, here's you know we we don't think it should be. Right. Illegal either. Because knives are a way to defend yourself. Particularly, you know, butterfly knives, right? What's, okay, explain a butterfly knife for somebody out there. That- well, butterfly – first let me tell you what it's not. A butterfly knife is not – A dagger. Um, well, it's not a pocket knife. It's not a tool. It's not meant to be a, a tool in the sense that, uh, you know, hey, we're going to open up boxes or whatever. It's it's meant for to defend yourself. Right. It's meant to, you know, be a uh, – uh, it's a piece of equipment to for self defense. Right. Um, so uh, that's why the the case, we were able to win the case, which is awesome. Oh, you won it. It's yep, won. Now it's not. You know, they may still appeal. There's still going to be some steps. Remember the the thing about lawsuits is they take an extremely long time. They're extremely expensive. 
So, um, but we got a major, major victory, and it's thanks to the Bruin case and thanks to organizations like the uh, the, the gun rights. Did you, did you look it up? Did you find it? Uh, I'm finding knife-rights.org. I think that's it. But anyway, thanks to them. And thanks to other groups who, uh, yep, there it is. Thanks I, to other groups like. I beat Alicia. <laughs> well, oh, I, already, I already knew what it was. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't have a picture. <laughs> <laughs> but how cool is that? We're winning cases. Yeah. You know, 10 years ago, we weren't winning cases. Well, because 10 years ago, you didn't have San Diego County gun owners. You didn't have groups like San Diego County gun owners. And you didn't have lawyers like uh, John Dillon. You didn't have the Bruin case. You didn't have the Bruin case. And now these people that are throwing all this, you know what, at us are all going, oh, geez, here they come again. Hmm. Well, and and that's that's a good good thing. Yeah. No, I'm not complaining. No, it's going to take a long time. I've always wanted to be a thorn in somebody's side. (laughs) Put that at the top of your CV. Exactly, it's gonna. It's get, We have a lot. We have a long way to go. Well, sure, but uh, things are getting better and better and better and right. better and I better agree. and better. I agree. You know, it's amazing. One of the things that that struck me was uh, when I was up in in Orange County and we were working a booth here this morning at Rifle Supply, like I was talking about at the top of the hour, and I was talking to people who um, they don't have their CCW yet. Mm-hmm. You know, and this was. Uh, you know, they, they're customers at a, at a gun shop in Orange County. Orange County is three, four, or five years ahead of us. You know, they're obviously gun owners, you know, because they were, they were customers at this gun shop. They don't have their CCW yet. They didn't know how to do it. They didn't know that uh, good cause is gone. There's so much opportunity. You know, we've barely scratched the surface. Right. Um, but there's so you many. You need an army. Yeah, and there's so many things. There's so many things left to be But we're moving in the right direction. And a case where, you know, uh, the state of Hawaii loses, you know, when, after after having a knife banned for decades, um, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's a very good thing. Even if you never plan on, you know, whipping around a, 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 butterfly, knife. a butterfly knife, even if you're never going to do that. And oh, by the way, Hawaii's in the Ninth Circuit. Sons of a gun. How about mm-hmm. that? So um, that's it's a good even thing. sweeter. And we're moving in the right direction. Yeah. I'm excited. I think you should be. Alicia, you should get a butterfly knife. She I has should. one. She has one. I can see you Dave, being. Dave, this is California. Come on, whip it out. I can see you being <laughs> a, 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 a butterfly knife. Butterfly? Queen. Wielder. Add that to my NEM skills, you know, kind of yeah. missed advancement. <laughs> yeah. I, that would be, because I, I think nunchucks are actually uh, illegal. illegal in California, yeah. Butterfly they? knives and nunchucks, yeah. Well, anything Cuba, to Cubitons. you. Cubitons are illegal. People have those. Those police batons with the handle. Asp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't use those. Nope. How ridiculous is that? Unless you relabel it a, like a walking stick. I know there's some, there's been some <laughs> I have one, that but way. It's, a, it's a tad short. <laughs> yeah, really? Well, my dad, when he was a cop, you ready yeah. for this? Yeah. It's drilled out. It's full of lead. Holds m ms And it's wrapped in leather. <laughs> wow. His, that was his nightstick. Holy cow. You think that's legal? <laughs> he did some. It soup. was full of lead. Yeah, he filled filled it with lead. Jeez. So if you got hit, that was it. Yeah, it was it. You didn't, you didn't need a second shot. Yeah, I'll tell you a story off air. <laughs> what he did with it. Where was he? A, where was he a cop? Uh, Vallejo, Northern California. Oh, okay, okay. And he was his beat was uh, the bad area of Vallejo down on Georgia Street. Now, is there a good? I was going to say, is there a good area? Yeah. You ever been to Vallejo? <laughs> yes. There were some. There were some areas that are not too bad. But he was in the. Yeah, it's when you could get, at four o'clock in the morning and you can get chili dogs and beer. What else do you need? I know it's really good. Yeah, 
So anyway, check it out. You're yeah. going to want to look at uh, uh, actually Bloomberg Law has a really good uh, uh, article article on it. The Hawaii butterfly, butterfly knife case. It violates the Second Amendment, the court says. So check it out. And we're, again, if you're a member, thank you so much. You, you filed an amicus brief to help win a case. If you're not, throw $10 at us and we'll get you on board. Most effective $10 you're going to spend all month. Yes, sir. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Stand by. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio. We are your Second Amendment community. Interviews, product reviews, politics, trivia. Gun Owners Radio has it all and more. Check us out at gunownersradio.com and tune in every week to hear Dave Stahl, Michael Schwartz, and all our guests talk about everything Second Amendment. Here we go. Yeah, all right, folks, this is Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, the fight for the Second Amendment is also happening in Orange County and Inland Empire. Orange County gun owners and Inland Empire gun owners leads the fight on the city and county level to defend and protect your self-defense rights. How do they do it? They do it by fundraising and getting local pro-gun candidates elected. Become a member today. Go to iegunowners.com slash join. Or, if you're in Orange County, that's ocgunowners.com slash join. And join the growing number of responsible gun owners stepping up to defend our Second Amendment right. That's iegunowners.com or ocgunowners.com. Hey, have you, uh, have you heard this uh, Oliver Anthony guy yet? No. He's a musician. He... Uh he is selling so much on iTunes. I am shocked. Like that is a lot of sales he's getting. Who is this guy? Uh, he's a country. Crazy. He's a country singer. Uh, he, most of his songs are political protest songs, but he does have a few silly songs in there that uh, talks about like, oh, I'm meeting my in laws and stuff like that. And I'm like, hey, whatever, you know. That's that's the normal. He's stuff got. Out. I don't. He's got a couple of songs in there where you know he's struggling with life, like mm-hmm. uh, you know. Uh, um, it, it reminds me of a more independent Zach Bryan or um, who's the other guy? I can't remember off the top of my head, but straight and narrow guy, Sam Barber. That's his name. I, and I, I like both of those guys. And something, just something about his voice is just very, very like in your face. And I'm like, I, if you were a little bit, you know, subtle more, then I would appreciate the music more. But he's blaring into the microphone a lot of the time. That's just me personally for Oliver Anthony. Do you like, you like his music? I think, like, I think he reminds me more of Coulter Wall. Um, and uh, White Buffalo, kind of this new new group of guys that are, are kind of Waylon Jennings, Johnny Cash inspired. I could um, see that. I could see that. Yeah, but he you know he's got some songs where you know struggling about life. His big uh, struggling with alcoholism and drugs and you know just trying to you know get, get by. Life. Yeah, but you must he, listen to a lot of music. His uh, well, his uh, it's shocking how popular this guy is. 
come on like a like a storm and he's not it's him and like his phone in the backyard right you know he's it's not he doesn't have i don't think he's got a record if he, he may no, have one he's now compl- no he's completely independent still to this day so he's he just still, sings into his phone yeah. yes exactly yeah and his and he's, he's amazing it's really really raw and it's really really uh, good and people just love him it's amazing yeah, I've never heard of him. His his big single is called Rich Men North of Richmond, right? Mm-hmm. That's correct, yeah. Because he's from, of course, Richmond, Virginia. Right. North of Richmond, Virginia is Washington, D.C., right? Are you going to play Rich that as Men. the next intro? No, I can't. I don't yeah, think I can do, do that because I bet he owns copyright of his own songs. But yeah, but exactly. check him out. I have no, I, I, I can't recall this kind of- uh, Explosion? Yeah. In, I don't remember when. I mean- wow. Like I would say Nirvana, 1991. Wow. You know, I, I, I was mean, gonna say uh, maybe Jason Aldean's song was that hit huge mm-hmm. of an explosion too, in terms of the sales. Like when talk, uh, what was it? Talk, uh, try that in a small town mm-hmm. came yeah. out a few weeks ago. That was a huge well, sale. Well, I, I guess what I'm saying though is like you know that guy was already established. He was on tour. That's blah, true. Blah, blah, Would you buy this guy's record? I, I well, I, it's 2023, so I downloaded his stuff off of Spotify. But <laughs> but yeah, if it were 1997, Dave, I'd go buy his. Well, 1987, I'd go buy his record. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> he's on my playlist for sure. I was very very impressed. Okay, winners, prizes, and events. Subscribe and win. Subscribe to your email list and win some swag. This week's winner is. What happened to the drum roll? <laughs> Robert Victorino. What a great name. <laughs> Robert, uh, email prizes at gunownersradio.com to claim your T-shirt or hat. I apologize for the wait there. I, I All the words on the screen came together at once, and I was like, wait, which one says drum roll? I can't read. You're all fired up. From, I am. Uh, I am. From talking about all there you, go. <laughs> you do know he's leaving for two weeks. I heard that. He's got to go be a dad. Yeah, That's right. Good That's for you. Right. Congratulations, Brendan. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to be an excellent father. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Do that. we know if it's a little boy or a little girl yet? It's going to be a boy. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, we already got the name picked out and everything. What's, yeah. his, what's his name? His name is going to be Russell. Russell. Yes. I like it. Which it was, means little red. Was it, Is it a family name or anything? No. Uh, Shelly believes that it's going to be a redheaded kid, so then, therefore it should be a little redheaded kid. Uh, <laughs> plus, I have a very cute nickname for him as a baby only. He, as soon as he gets into a toddler stage, I'll stop that. Uh, I'm going to call him my little Russell Sprout. I think that's adorable. Aww. Aww. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. You thank know that's going to stick for life. It is probably. <laughs> I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell him that. Seventeen's going to be like, Dad, that's embarrassing. Stop it. He will, trust me, he will do that. <laughs> okay, free training for members. Enter to win free intro to firearms class from Stronghold Dynamics. So you could you could win a free intro to firearms class from excellent excellent instructors, Stronghold Dynamic. All you got to do is sign up. Go to gunownersradio.com slash training for members. That's gunownersradio.com slash training, the number four, members. We're going to announce the winner on August the 27th. Gun prom's in a month. It's one month away, gun prom. Got to get your tickets. Uh, Still plenty of room. Uh, Go to gunprom.com, and uh, you can get a ticket for 99 bucks. You can get a table. For uh, table of ten, uh, basic table for ten is uh, nine hundred ninety bucks, um, or you can get a wine level table for sixteen hundred, or you can get a champagne table for three thousand, which comes with a bunch of perks. I bought my table. 
Awesome. I saw that. Thank you so much. I was waiting for you to say thank you. I Well, I... He was waiting to thank you on air. Yeah, you just ruined my big... No, he wasn't. You know what, Brendan? That whole thing I had planned, <laughs> oh, skip yeah. it. Never mind. Yeah, all right. Okay, I'll just go yeah, ahead and get rid of it. Forget it. Way to ruin it, Dave. I know. Hey, <laughs> what are you going to do when you're old? So uh, anyway, uh, go to gunprom.com. Check out all the options, but we need you to buy your tickets ASAP. Uh, we're, we really want to have a really good showing this this year, uh, as we do every year. It's, a, it's an extremely important friend raiser as well as a fundraiser. So, you know, bring some bring some people. I got to tell you, the best way to do this, there's a couple of really good ideas. Um, one is if your spouse isn't sure why you're spending so much time with this new organization, bring your spouse because your spouse is going to have a lot My of fun. My spouse comes. I know. And I brought three people that have never been. That's the other way. It, you know, if you if you have a buddy, a friend, whatever, and they're not really – they should be more involved and they haven't gotten more involved – uh, buy that friend a ticket and bring him. I actually have a list of people that every year I, I'm chopping off the list. Yeah. So What do you mean chopping off the list? Well, because I can't afford four, five, six tables. Oh, yeah. Well, unless you give me a raise. <laughs> hey, there's a big shout-out to our YouTube viewers, Thor, Gun Websites, G23, and DMAC. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Girls. Yeah, somebody – I think I told you. Somebody came up and – Complimented the show today at uh, Orange County. I get compliments all the time. And I met a lady this morning that knows you quite well. Uh-oh. She is a uh, immigration do, lawyer. Do we want to talk? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. And so I, she didn't know anything about not me, SD. Well, we should change that. So I whipped out a card and told her about it, and she was very interested. And she, she says, I'll give it Desi a call. What is she on KUSI? Yeah. Talking yeah. about what was she talking about? Immigration. Nice. Yeah, the border and. All that and say she's a real nice lady. Yeah, she came and talked at our meetings. Yes, um, she spoke quite highly of you. Oh well, that's I was impressed. Very flattering. I thought so. It's not, it's not usual. Usually it's the other way around. Usually I know. it's somebody going. I know. Guess what he called me. <laughs> 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 I'm glad somebody out there thinks I'm okay. Yeah, there's a few. <clears throat> anyway, all right. So this uh, this this next segment in our next hour, we got a bunch of really cool stuff. But don't forget, go to gunprom.com. We should invite her to gunprom. I wonder if she, she might be. I wonder if she's going already. Did, mm-hmm. did you talk to her about, about Gun Brown? You know, I didn't. Well, I only talked to. When I see a girl, all I see is not me, SD. Well, it's, I'm serious. I really I do. You. I get you. I mean, I mean, I hit waitresses at coffee shops. I mean, I'm serious. Anybody that I, a, I, it's great. Any girl I see gets a card. All right. Well, maybe I'll call her tomorrow and tell her. Uh, yeah. Hey, thanks for hanging thanks out. Thanks for with lying Dave. to Dave and saying I'm a good guy. Yeah, there you go. All right, hey, this is Gun Owners Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, this is Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, is there a better tool that empowers a woman to defend against an attacker? Nope. It's a hundred pounds. You have to wait till Sorry. I get a hundred pound bigger. I was getting itchy. I know. That. <laughs> That's why it's so important for women to learn how to defend themselves with the most effective self-defense tool ever invented. For women led by women, that's not me. S program is designed to help training, purchasing a gun, getting a concealed carry permit, and guess what? It's free. To sign up, go to notmesd.org. I bet any guy that's over a hundred pounds is threatened by Alicia. <laughs>
you think? Uh-huh. Well, you know. Well, you know, what's funny is that little premature thing. You know, I was running, a, I was helping run a class earlier today and I was in charge of the timer. That was just a big mistake. Well, you know, that because I had an itchy button finger. Well, you yeah. know, that, that, that beep <laughs> you, came a little early. You are a tad, <laughs> you know, on edge when it comes to things like that. So we, we played, uh, we played you the song. I kind of like that. You kind of like it, right? I like that song. You know what I think it is, too? I was, uh, I, I, what's his name? I think his Anthony name's uh, Oliver? Anthony Oliver Anthony. Oliver Anthony. Oliver Anthony. I think it's it's one of those songs where um, I think if that song came out ten years ago, it wouldn't be as big a hit. You know what I mean? I think it's a song that like kind of captures the way a lot of people are feeling about what about the economy and the country and everything. Yeah. Right now, I think that that's a big big reason that it that it is resonating. Sure. Quite ah, literally, well, it's a message. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Anyway, but you, he can't play that on regular radio. Why not? It said the S word. Oh well, too. Yeah, but I, I can edit it later. But even no, no, no. You, you said that you. like two weeks ago, Dave. I you <laughs> <laughs> Way to throw well, it because he needs to hit that button quicker. That's true. I, I, I think well, they probably will just have to edit it. If they can play Cardi B, I think that we can play him. Yeah, really. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the country and everything that's going on right now, and blobbity blobbity, and all this this uh, everything, frustration. Everything's fine. Everything's, everything's fine. Everything's Nothing to worry fine. about. Don't Nothing look over here. Yeah. We're all okay. Yeah. We're all at a party. Yep. Don't look over here. So there was a, a fairly major victory. Another one? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. You're killing it today. Well, well I, we didn't have anything to do with this. But as it stands, marijuana is a controlled substance. And it's a Schedule 1. Correct, which means it's illegal. Yeah. Federal. It's Federally. Up, it's up there with heroin and, <clears throat> and all those. All those stuff. Yeah. So there is a uh, law that if you are using any kind of controlled substance, uh, you know, illegally, that it is a felony if you are also a gun owner. Okay, but wait a minute. You say illegally, right? But mm-hmm. marijuana is legal statewide, but not federal. See that? See, See where we're going with mm-hmm. this? Didn't think I knew. Mm-hmm. That. See where you're going? <laughs> so, did I, did I steal um, your thunder. No, no, not at all. In fact, you were that was a perfect segue. Um, so that's the problem mm-hmm. is that there are a lot of states that are saying, hey, you know what? Not only you know people can use it medicinally, but mm-hmm. also people mm-hmm. can just use it recreationally. It's right. not illegal anymore, but it's still illegal on the federal right. uh, side. So that has created an enormous problem. Correct. Um, there are people that are doing things legally. It is legal for them to do it, but it is making them a felon when it comes to Having a gun. Gun ownership, which is a e- enormous problem. We've actually talked about it. We've been talking about this on this show for seven years. I mean, this is this has been a, it was a problem for a while before that. Um, so finally, there's uh, they're working their way through court. In fact, I remember there was one case where a lady. Uh, uh, right now, it's kind of this like, well, you know, see no evil, hear no evil. You know what I mean? Like everybody just knows, you know, but they just nobody gets, nobody does anything about it, but. But what? the problem is, yeah, if you go to get a CCW, and it asks if you're under any controlled substance, and you say no, and you are, well, here, now you're really a felon. Well, because you, you don't want to lie on a form. No. I mean, anybody that, that that uses pot who's bought a gun has lied on a form, mm-hmm. right? So that's a problem, right? But honestly, they didn't feel like they were lying on the form because it's legal, you know. Um, so, so it's going through the courts. Well, here's well, the thing, though. Let's let's re- let's read it. So if you look at the the 4473, which is the form that you fill out to purchase, 
Uh, so question 11E, it states, are you an unlawful uh. user of or addicted to marijuana or any depressant stimulant, narcotic drug, or any other controlled substances? So, so the way that they word that. They got you. Well, well No. But but it is a legal which federally. law? Which law? So you th- know this what I mean? this forty four seventy three is a federal form though. So this right. is this speaks to the federal, right. uh, the, the federal end of it. So but the way that it's worded, that's that's the way they put it out there. There was actually one lady who uh, the way she got uh, found out was uh, she tried to purchase a firearm and used her medical marijuana no. card. Oh, you're as not ID, kidding me. Which was you know part of the problem. Okay, so there's been this. <laughs> See, that's huge, a problem to use. Part. Well, there is this huge <laughs> split. Now I don't. I don't really. I really don't have any strong opinion on pot, and this isn't about pot. Um, I've I've never used it. I don't care about it. Um, not really interested in hanging out with people who are on it because they're kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, but if but I, I I am in the minority in in California. In California, everybody uses it. I mean, for God's sake, everybody uses it. You know, I've you know walking down the street and you can smell it you know well, you're so, already taking you're already doing it if you're walking down the street yeah really cuz if you can smell it yeah you're doing it so uh but here's the problem this this issue should have been fixed a long time ago but see the federal government is never ever ever going to fix this no well they're it's about to get fixed by the courts yeah, but what, see, oh, they're going to the courts a, are going to fix it they're going to have a conniption well but here's the problem is uh, you know, this should have been fixed by both parties or by either party. Right. The problem is, is Republicans don't like pot and Democrats don't like guns. That's good. <laughs> so they, they've ignored this thing, yeah. which is a, a huge problem. Is that kicking the can down the road? Well, I, hell, it's like it's pretending the can's not even there. You know what I mean? They're just walking by the can. Well, because they want to take our guns away. And if they get this to where. And Republicans want to take your pot away. Yeah. So it's a – neither – both sides are completely wrong on this. And they're going to leave it alone as And long anybody as they can. that no, – there's not a – I mean, any – nobody in Congress, not your favorite Republican, not your favorite Democrat, nobody tried to fix this thing and should have. Right. All of them should have tried to fix this thing right. in the last 20 years. If not more. And there was zero attempt. Right. Zero attempt. Game and bring it up. And I, I, it, I think it's a, it's an enormous problem, and it's a, it's it's a. Is it in the courts now? It's in the courts now, and I think that you know, the courts are going to have to fix this thing. Um, and I think that it's going the right direction. The latest ruling was that yeah, this is this isn't right. This isn't right. right. So you know, the simple fix is of course to just take marijuana off the off Schedule the uh, one. Yeah, you know, and boom, it's fixed. But why hasn't this been fixed? You know, the whole I think you hit it right on the head because the, the the left wants to take, you know, you know wants to stop. Uh, they want to take your guns, and the right wants you to stop smoking. I, the, I think the biggest problem in politics today is that everyone everyone loves the the taste of their own brand of tyranny, and they won't admit it. They absolutely won't admit it. They oh, I'm all for freedom, and 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 you know and. We should be able to, and oh, the government, and overreaching, blah, blah, blah. Except for the stuff that I don't like. Right. That should be regulated. Exactly. That should be illegal. Oh, it's okay if this is, you know, because that's, you know, that, that you know, there's, there's the lack of political, I should say intellectual honesty 
is is horrible. Like yeah. I said, I I don't care about pot at all. Should have been solved mm-hmm. yeah. fifteen oh, yeah. years ago, without a doubt. Should have been solved fifteen years ago, mm-hmm. um, because I am I am consistent in thought. And when people you know use the we were talking about the abuse of power earlier. When people, if if you talk to that prosecutor, you know, in the segment earlier, who said, right. "Hey, we're going to put a gag order on this on this reporter," I can I can guarantee you, she didn't say to herself, "I'm going to do something evil. I'm going to be I'm going to be real bad. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. going to do something that you know I'm going to you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to wake up this morning and decide to abuse my power." No, she absolutely believed in what she was right. doing, and I think that. But more of us, gun owners and non-gun owners, Republicans and and and, and Democrats, need to look in the mirror and, and admit to ourselves that we're just as bad. You know that hey, you know what the tyranny, this flavor of tyranny over here is okay with me. I'm okay with that. You know this other tyranny over here. Oh, well, no, I'm no, gonna no. I'm gonna wave the flag and pet the bald eagle and pretend that I'm gonna you know. Good old fashioned patriot, all about freedom. Except unless it's something I disagree with, then yeah. then you guys really need to comply. Yeah, get with you know. Me. And it, it's, I th- it's an enormous problem, and I think that this is such a perfect example. Mm, it is, and it's another reason not to uh, that I don't think people should be uh, beholden, uh, loyal uh, to to either party, the Republicans or the Democrats. I, I don't think it's doing us any good at all. All it's you know every single issue, you know they drive draw a line in the sand. You just got to pick one, you know. And if yeah, you're but the sad thing about it is because you know we're always talking about we need to vote the right people in. Yeah, and we've already run into it in San Diego, where they say one thing, oh okay, so we get them in, and then they change tunes. Do another. I know. How could you do that? You can't do that. If I can't even tell all the stories, I can't I even tell I you only all bring the stories it up because we've talked about it. Off air, because I mean, you go literally ballistic. That when- drives me crazy. But in this, but what I want people—that's an extremely important point—and we we have to talk about it. We have to hold them accountable. But what I want people to take away from this example and this story: hold yourself accountable. Right. You have to hold yourself accountable. You can't point the fingers. There are a lot of fingers to point. A lot of people to point fingers at. I should say. Mm-hmm. But in this segment, I, I think this is an enormous gut check time where people, you know, people have to say, you know what? Yeah, I get it. I get it. You know what? I've been wrong because I haven't been an advocate for this. I'm a pro Second Amendment, right. pro gun person who just sat quietly for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, potentially people, you know, either got their gun rights taken away or, or visited jail, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I think we need to uh, hold ourselves accountable on this one. Uh, you know, yeah, okay, go blame the Republicans in Congress, go blame the Democrats right. in Congress. You know, hey, this thing had to be solved by the courts, but it, but I think that this is a good time to look in the mirror and say, hey, you know what, we're not going to let this happen again. Should we put a bet on the table that the Supreme Court won't look at this? Uh, I think, no, I think they will. I, well, I they bet can, it. They can turn down anything they want. Yeah. If they don't want to look at something. I mean, they should have looked at it 20 years ago. Well... They, I mean, they can't unless there's a case to look at. So, I this case, I think they're going to. I think if 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 you know, if push comes to shove, I think. Yeah. The thing well, we never thought they'd look at abortion, and they had to because like yeah, you said, the court case. Yeah. yeah, again, mm-hmm. again, yeah. and again, after, and again, after forty something years. Yeah, and again. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's the case. So it looks like what's happening is the courts are going to say, "Hey, look, 
Uh, if you if you're legally smoking marijuana, then you can legally own a gun. If you're legally using a gun, or if you legally own a gun, I should say, then you can legally smoke marijuana. Yeah, but you can't do the both together. And no matter where you stand, I don't care if you hate guns, I don't care if you hate pot. That's the right decision. I agree. It doesn't matter what you what your opinion of each is. In the land of the self-governed, that's the right opinion. I almost want to get up and salute. <laughs> this is Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. All right, folks, welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1-1178. The Answer. Hey, a lot of companies waste an enormous amount of money on marketing. The design is excellent, the photos are beautiful, and your website looks great, but it's just not getting customers. Why? Why? Because you don't have the words that make people buy. But now you can fix that with Sage Street. Sage Street can help you find the words that make it easy for your customers to understand what you do, and how to buy from you. Stop wasting money today and schedule a call. Getting started is easy. Visit sagetree.com and click on the schedule an appointment button. That's sagetree.com and click on the schedule a call button. So here's what we want to talk about in this next uh, segment, which is kind of interesting. You know, um, a few years ago, San Diego County Gun Owners did um, basically made it possible for people to get CCWs, which is good, even before the Bruin case. Right. And then the Bruin case came out, and that it not only uh, kind of solidified what, what was already happening, uh, made it a little bit easier, solidified what was already happening, and then really what it was is it was marketing. <laughs> so everybody heard, oh, my gosh, I can get a CCW now. Even though they could have gotten one you know, poor, they could get a CCW. So we've had a ton, a huge influx of people getting their CCW. But the other thing we did is coincidentally it just happened to be time for uh, the sheriff's department to add new CCW instructors because they have to, um, uh, they have to certify the instructors, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, um, huge influx of instructors too. It went from like th- like thirty to ninety. Alicia, right? Pretty wild, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, and there were there are people on that list. You know, there's an official list put put out by the sheriff's department saying, "Hey, these are all the people that are certified." Um, and their their names on there, I've never heard of. How well have they been vetted? Well, they the sheriff's. So that's kind of a big question. That's really the question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How much do we want the sheriff's department to vet? You know what I mean? I I don't think we want to. I don't think we want to go down that road. I so, think we, but like somebody's got to vet them. Well, um, I think that the responsibility lies on the consumer because we don't want the sheriff, you know, the sheriff's department. Nor do they; they don't have the time, they don't have the desire. Mm-hmm. So they basically say, "Look, show us your curriculum, show us that you're, you know, certified, whatever." Um, but we don't, we don't want them making a judgment call, mm-hmm. you know, like, "Hey, you're not teaching the way we want you to teach," you know, therefore you can't. That's not what we want government doing. You know, so the responsibility for 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 making sure that they are um, good instructors falls on the consumer. But I got to tell you, I'm looking at that list. If there are people teaching gun, you know, I don't mean to. If if I've never heard your name, you know, and you're an instructor, if mm-hmm. I've never heard your name in San Diego, 
who are you? Well, like, how did that happen? But see, my concern is like anything that you have to get, you know, trained. Mm-hmm. You know as well as I do. Most people they say, "Okay, here's the deal. Come on in. I'll give you a couple of tips. Sign the paperwork. You're good to go." Well, it, and it, off you go, and you're thrilled to death. If if that's the case, I, I th- then they, those people are breaking the law. Well, I agree. Know? I agree. So you have to have some form of control over these people coming in and being instructors. Alicia, what are you seeing? What are your thoughts? So, well, the only way so. So here's the thing, shady people that are going to be those that'll just simply, hey, give me, you know, give me your 200 bucks and I'll sign your cert. Here you go. Wink, wink. Right. Save you eight hours. And, uh, you know, I get to sleep in. And you know, those people are out there. Oh, they are. They are. So, you know, they're so people that are going to go that route are going to attract people that want it. Word's going to get out and others that are shady and and, and like shade are going to want that. And so they're going to flock to that. There is a market out there for people right. that, you know, so, so I think the only way to, to catch that, and I don't, and, and I agree with Mike that, that, that it's, uh, I don't know that I want to give all the oversight power in that way, no. but uh, might be more like, almost like a secret shopper, you know, kind of have someone come in that's not known who they are and what they're doing. And, you know, but who's going to do that? I don't know. Um, but I know that there are a number of instructors that kind of are doing that. And I've come across some of those people um, that come to me for uh, for either training or to add a gun. And uh, they have their permit from other other trainers. And uh, and I see them shoot. And some of these people, in my opinion, missed are not safe they missed by the target. any stretch. Them, yeah, three yards, they can't hit paper. And how, how did they get their permit initially? Who... Who, who, who gave it? So who did it? So you're already starting to see it mm-hmm. now. Well, I'm seeing quite a bit. I was going to say more than one? Absolutely. Unfortunately. More than two? Yes. Five? I haven't kept a list, but I'd say at least five. I'd, start, not more. Keep, I'd start keeping so, it. Yeah. So what, I don't know what the solution is. I, you know, I, it's it's one of these deals. I, I've thought about, you know, putting up recommendations. You know, Sandy County Gunners has vetted these these folks out. But I, this, is, this is one of those deals That's where- That's another department. It is. That's a whole lot of, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, vetting out That's another, 90. There's yep. there's literally 90-something on there. Because yeah, how long does it take you to vet a politician? Well, yeah. Well, uh, a I long mean, time. I mean, it's, it's kind of a continuing process. Right. So There's I, not there's never like an end. You know? Right. So you'd, it'd be the same thing. <laughs> I Honestly, so I think vetting a CCW, uh, that would basically, it would be 90 days, right? Because I'd have to spend at least one day on each person. Right. Got to go through a class. Right. You know, some sort. Mm-hmm. And then every year they have to they have to get recertified. Every two. It's every or two. Every two. But the, the the process to get on that list for the sheriff's department they don't observe they don't watch they don't they Just don't do anything sign here. It, you would basically submit to them your your national cert plus one. You submit to them your uh, your PowerPoint your presentation basically kind of like your syllabus of your course and what you're going to you talk about. You could probably get that online. I would imagine there probably are some samples that you could, yeah. And, and, uh, the, um, you know, and there's some, there's some legal paperwork you have to have in order, but it's not too hard to acquire, especially if you're already an instructor, it's pretty easy to meet the requirements. Which, which by the way, again, that's all I don't want for, mm-hmm. I don't even, you know, should there be a government requirement that we take eight hours like there is, should there be a government requirement, you know, that's a whole other discussion. No, I really don't think there is, but this is a really good example of uh, you know, I, I like again. I think the responsibility is on the consumer. It's on the gun yep, owner. Do your homework. This is an opportunity for uh, for uh, gun owners to say, "Hey, this this is exactly what we. This is the point we've been making. We don't need a bunch of regulations. We need you know because we we're responsible. We take care of ourselves." I, I think the first step is um, well. I think you got to ask a lot of questions. How long have you been doing this? Mm-hmm. 
is a real good start. But the other thing is, you know, we have a list of folks on our uh, website under shops and ranges. Now that we're not rating them on their, you know, CCW ness, <laughs> but if they're not on that list, you know, that's another good question. Like, wait a minute, I can I can say any you aren't on say any kind of get owners list. Why not? You know, oh well, it's because I just started teaching five minutes ago. Yeah. All right, well, you know, thank you. I'm so, gonna move on. So let me discount ask- gun marts there. You know, mm-hmm. right? right? So I mean, that would you know. So let um, me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Since you know. The letter has pretty much gone away, and and people can, you know, get a CCW or get. Have Essentially, you noticed, if you can purchase a firearm, you can qualify for a CCW. Right. So, if you see, have you seen an uptick of people that are going after guns because of the fear of going? What's going on out on the world? At the beginning, at the beginning of COVID, and then a, and then a much bigger spike with with the the riots and everything that happened. Right. Absolutely. Because absolutely. I, you know, I I'm not saying. That a person, say, over 70, couldn't handle a gun. They have to have the right gun. Right. But mm-hmm. I would be concerned of somebody over 70 getting a CCW. And I know i got to be careful how I say that. <laughs> well, because you've seen people. I've, I've seen some really feisty, strong, great and then some people, much, people. much older than 70. And I've seen some horrendously right. horrible 20-somethings. Well, yeah, so, that's just it. So, it, it, I mean, granted, with age, there comes a decline in strength. So it just becomes that you, you might need to modify which firearm you choose to use. Mm-hmm. But uh, if, if you're safe, you're safe at any age. So, um, you know, so I don't know that age so much plays a role in it. Uh, it's just a matter of, like Mike was saying, kind of vet your people, talk to people, look at reviews, do your homework. Um, you know, the, it's just when you get that list, if you have no point of reference as to where to go, you're just looking at a list of names. It's just like, you know, flipping through a phone book and just closing your eyes and picking a name. Is there any repercussion if somebody was to go get certified and then commit a crime? Is there anything that could fall back on the instructor? Not, the, not, the, not the So instructor. I don't know. I don't know that how... I don't know how successful that could be, but we do carry insurance just for that purpose, just, just that in purpose, case. Yeah. There's always that risk. There, there's definitely if a you know if you show up or talk to an instructor and they say, oh, I'll, look, just come I'll, down here and I'll do a couple things. I'll hook you up. I'll hook right. you up. It'll take an hour. We don't get out of here. Um, yeah. yeah, if that's found out, they they'll just they'll no longer be qualified to be a CCW. Right. But that's all. They just will he'd lose his license to qualify. As far as I know, I don't I don't I don't think that they'll. I haven't, I, heard of any char- I, haven't heard, I haven't heard of any charges or anything kind of going that route, but there are people that have lost their status and their ability. And to the only reason list. I'm saying that is to, to, to try to squell the, the fact that somebody would, would do that. Come on down, spend an hour, and we'll hook you up. Meet me they, in the parking lot at the back of my van? If they knew there was a repercussion, <laughs> maybe a serious repercussion, that would slow that down. Well, being on that list is a good moneymaker. So, you know, money talks, right? Well, you get taken off that list. That's going to be a lot of income loss. Well, and here's the thing. What if you're an instructor who just doesn't believe, you know, look, we shouldn't have to have this eight-hour Well, there's that, too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? The government, whatever. This isn't the way to do but it. But I'll give you all the documentation to get my license, this, but I don't believe in it. But this, that's this, this, you know, by just just turning into a, a, a mill where you just kind of sign off on anybody, that is not the way. To, to push back. And you would be exposed, I think, after. I mean, I think if you were that type of person. There's pressure, though, as an instructor. There's pressure to keep people happy. There's pressure to get good reviews. There's a lot of competition now with that list. There's pressure to pressure to keep your people happy. Well, if somebody shows up, uh, Alicia, and you're teaching that person, you're like, you know what? 
this person needs help. You and know, I'll, I'll, I'll work with them. I'll that, get them there. I think that that's, that's the right way to do it. So the sheriff's department, and that's part of what's built into the system. I don't know if you've looked at the, the requirements lately, but if you're taking a CCW course, they ask you to bring 100 rounds of ammo. The actual qual is not 100 rounds. They ask you to bring 100 because if you don't do well, you are prepared to have some instruction and some remediation time. And that's what that's, that's built. That's built in. That's what that's there for. You know what, you know what, what this, but. and this is not going to make, <laughs> this is not going to make any sense. And you're going to like, what the hell are you talking about? When I worked at Safeway and if you came through my line and I really, you know, you and our buds, I'd give you all your groceries for free. <laughs> what? I want to oh, find yeah. your line. All the time. And if you were cute, like Alicia, like me, oh. I would triple <laughs> your stamps. I mean, literally, I mean, if I didn't know what it was, eh, you just here, take it. The store went crazy. My line was all the way to the back of the freezer. <laughs> and all the other cash registers were open, but they couldn't fire me you were like because that, everybody loved me. You were like that dude. What was that Dane Cook movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, but I mean, I, I used to do it all the time because I thought it was the right thing to do. Well, I think it's, it's, a, it's a good exercise. I think it's also a good opportunity for people to be loyal. If you I, go, they were. go find an instructor, all the way to the freezer. Yeah. Go find an instructor who's good and make sure you send people. And spread to the them. word, absolutely. absolutely. Find the good one and share. There you go. That'd be Alicia Curtin, <laughs> discount gun mark, right here on Gun Owners Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. We just oh. heard from Safeway. They're pulling their advertising. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, what are you going to do? Gun problems around the corner. I'm so excited. I can't even hardly see straight. You need to join us down at the Town & Country for the Second Amendment community at the Town & Country in Mission Valley. Get your fancy suits and dresses ready to go. It's going to be a blast. Second Amendment dinner is coming up September 16th. Get your tickets. I got a table. And reserve your spot for a night with great people, great food, and drinks. All for a great cause. Go to gunprom.com to get your ticket today. Buy a table. Bring a friend, family. That's gunprom.com. And buy your tickets today. And by the way, every time I go to a grocery store, every cashier I meet, I say, you know all the rules and regulations that you're stuck to have to do now? Yeah. It's because of me. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm dead serious. Now you can't even eat a grape. Another another safety meeting. Thanks today. Yes, indeed. All right, it's everybody's favorite segment. Stop my nephew. We found out years and years and years ago that my uh, my young nephew Sam, Sam the Gunman, is extremely good with gun trivia. So why is he? So now, if you send us a gun trivia question and we use it on the air, we'll hint, we'll send you a hat or a shirt. And if you stop my nephew, we'll give you a special prize. Today's special prize is gun prom tickets. We'll give you a couple of tickets to gun prom. If you stump my nephew, Sam, how you doing, man? I'm well. How are you guys? Fantastic. I, if if I'm uh, if I'm doing the math right, it, I think we owe you a happy birthday today, don't we? Uh, two days. Two days. Two what? Two days ago or two days from now? Was that Dave math? Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. Yes, yeah, Dave well, math. Ha- <laughs> happy birthday! It was Dave's uh, birthday last week too, right? Thursday. Just a couple days ago, Thursday. So look at that. 
You happy birthday, almost, Dave. Hey, happy birthday to you too, buddy. All us Leos were the best. <laughs> there you go. Care anybody says. Thank you. How many? Uh, how much? Uh, how much years are you now? Um, I will be twenty-four. Twenty-four. Wow. Congratulations. We knew him. We knew him before he was even Way 21. I think he was a teen. He was a teenager was. when yeah. he started. What were you, 18, I think? 17, 18? It was 19, if I recall correctly. Yeah, yeah you're right. There you go. <laughs> okay. We got one for got you. Got a question for you, Sam. Yeah, it's a good go for one. it. You ready? Let's have it. All right, Sam. So your question today comes from Jeremy from Chino, and his question is, what is the world's oldest surviving firearm? Oh, Good one. Oh, that'll be an easy one. Jeremy from Chino. Uh, thanks very much for writing in. I'm hoping not uh, the prison, but um, <laughs> yeah. thanks. Thanks all the same. Uh, what is the old? What is the world's oldest surviving firearm? Um, it's I. I can't name it specifically. This is this is a really tough question. Um, obviously, it is. It is going to be some sort of. Uh, Canon. Um, I could not tell you the, uh, the. Well, maybe he's talking about handheld firearm. I don't know. Um, I uh, this is this is really tough. I can't tell you the the actual country of origin. Um, I do know. Ah, man, this is tough. What is the world's oldest surviving firearm? Um, I'm going to say. Probably a medieval German handgunner. Uh, but that's probably wrong. Well, I, he got the Ghana right. So I, I can't even pronounce it. But it is, yeah. so here's the answer that was provided to us. I'm curious if you would agree once you hear it. I think you're uh, on the wrong side of the world. Keep going. Okay. But he, he was pretty darn close with yep. his opening Closer part. So I'm going to do my best to pronounce it. I'm probably going to butcher it, and that's going to have to be okay. So we have the Heilong Jiang. Hand, hand that was, cannon. That was actually. Was that, I bet was you that okay? was pretty good. I don't know, uh-huh. but that sounded good. We'll roll with it. Yeah. Uh, hand cannon or handgun is a bronze hand cannon manufactured no later than 1288, and is the world's oldest confirmed surviving firearm. It mm-hmm. weighs 7.83 pounds and is 13.4 inches long. That's a heavy yeah, handgun. Uh, the Heilongjiang hand cannon was excavated during the 1970s, and oh, this is another one. <laughs> ban. Okay, you know, really quick side note. I teach chemistry and biology in high school for yeah, kids. Yeah. You should, I'm, I'm just as great with pronouncing all those scientific yeah, terms. Yeah. So it was excavated in the 1970s and Ban Lashingizi. Yeah, a village, I think it is Ban Lashingizi. <laughs> there you go. A village in oh, a Qing please. district, Heilongjiang province in China. The canon currently resides at the Heilongjiang Provincial Museum in Harbin, China. Ban Lashingizi. <laughs> Does that sound familiar to you? Yeah, have you ever heard that? Um, no, I I was not familiar with that. That that was a good question. Tough question. <laughs> that was a good question. Jeremy from Chino, awesome job. You you win a couple of tickets to Gun Prom, so that's awesome. Pretty darn old firearm. <clears throat> it well, is twelve eighty eight. World's oldest uh, confirmed confirmed surviving firearm weighs seven point eight three pounds and is thirteen point four inches long. I wonder what this thing looks like. I'm going to have to Google this thing. Look it up right now. The he, So it's pronounced, or it's spelled H-E-I-L-O-N-G-J-I-A-N-G. That's all one word. H-E-I-L-O-N-G-J-I-A-N-G. Well, uh, unfortunately, I do not speak Mandarin, so I cannot even guess as to uh, the pronunciation there. 
Dave doesn't even eat Mandarin. Let no, alone. no, 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 no. How do you eat Chinese? <laughs> Sweet and sour pork. Yeah, well, that's close <laughs> enough. Barbecue pork fried rice. It's close I don't enough. know that I believe that. No, that's my that's the only thing I ever eat at this one Chinese restaurant. All right, Sam. Well, uh, well, uh, Alicia's pulling up a picture so we can. It looks like a kazoo. A kazoo. <laughs> it looks like a kazoo. Take a look. Let me see. A kazoo. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it looks yeah, like it a, does look like a kazoo. Looks like a kazoo, and maybe it is. <laughs> that's thirteen and a half inches or whatever. Huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seven point eight three pounds. Thing. I wonder how they supported it. I wonder how you pull the trigger. Is there a trigger? Got to be a spit can. <laughs> I'm guessing there was no trigger. They probably just lit a wick. Yeah, I think you're right. Sam, uh, what uh, what's your latest article? Uh, my most recent post on the SDCGO blog um, was about how gun owners keep getting doxxed. Um, it's it's pretty. It makes me pretty uncomfortable. Um, it's uh, you know there there there's always this this back and forth between. Um, advocates of gun control and and pro Second Amendment or or uh, you know pro firearm ownership advocates whatever the country might be um, where we're always uh, we're always told ah, no you're just being paranoid um, to to a lot of our reservations about new gun laws particularly registration uh, nah no you're just being paranoid no you know that that's that's not going to cause any harm it'll it'll do a lot of good. But um, recent history has shown us that firearm registries are uh, very often abused or even just unintentionally uh, due to a failure of government security. Um, they, they end up really posing a serious risk to gun owners and, and to dealers, um, basically creating a shopping list for, for criminals, uh, telling them what, you know, what homes and what businesses to rob to get guns. Well, you know, wasn't it just a year or two ago that here in, in California, CCW, those with CCW permits, their information was accidentally, you know, let go. And it's, uh, uh, oh. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, no, it's not good. You also, you know, we were talking about the, uh, what are they, what was the, the key that we were talking about? The, oh, we, the uh, auto key case, yes, yeah. Yes. So, you, and you, uh, you actually wrote an article on that not too long ago, right? Um, yeah, I, I did. I don't remember whether it was for SDCGO or uh, for another publication, but um, I, I've written about the auto key card case before. Uh, I know we're we're a little short on time, so anyone listening, I highly encourage you to go look that up. It's it's spelled just like it sounds. It's it's a really hair raising legal case, and a couple of ju- guys have just been sentenced or just been uh, convicted, convicted of mm-hmm. federal felonies for really what isn't a crime and that they didn't commit kind of it's it's weird it really is weird i mean it is like like these guys i, I don't know so what can we do though there's got to be build a kill dozer i think is probably the only thing left at this point <laughs> unbelievably <laughs> frustrating all right For my friend reasons i cannot endorse <laughs> <laughs> good job uh, as always fantastic uh sorry you got stumped this time but that's okay jeremy from chino we're looking forward to seeing you at gun prom right. excellent question and enjoy your birthday go flying there you go thank you and well done jeremy and thanks everyone very much for listening all right thank buddy. you sam all right great show today that was a good show yeah. I, I gotta tell you that key card thing is is uh that that, that beer opener the beer opener is really all it is. That's all it yeah. is. These guys are felons. They're going to do federal time in a federal pen. I think they're just trying to make an example of these guys. <clears throat> I, 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 think it's, I think everybody, 
I think they're they think they're doing the right you know, thing. Yeah, I think they're, they're a little, you know, here's my tyranny. I love mm, this is the best tasting mm-hmm. tyranny I've had all day, you know. You know, everybody loves the flavor of their own, uh, you know, or the taste of their own flavor of tyranny. So, Boy, yeah, that's a good T-shirt. <clears throat> yeah, you think so? I'm serious. That'd make it great. Everybody loves the taste Elite of their own tyranny. What, what, what did I even flavor say? Flavor of tyranny. <laughs> Alicia and I would buy that shirt. All right. Yeah. Well, good. All right. Well, hey, enjoy the rest of your week. Yeah, you too, man. Folks, and happy birthday. Thank you. Join San Diego County gun owners. Come to Gun Prom. And for $5, you can dance with Alicia. <laughs> All wow. proceeds will go to not me, SD. I'm bringing a checkbook. I am, too. <laughs> I'm bringing gold from Gold Co. <laughs> hey, folks, subscribe to our show. Give us a five-star review. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify. And please support all our great sponsors, San Diego County Gun Owners, Orange County Gun Owners, Inland Empire Gun Owners, the Dillon Law Group, Sage Street, San Diego Flight Training International, and our newest sponsor, Gold Co. Thanks to Alicia Curtin, Michael Schwartz, Sam the Gunman, Matthew Dominguez, and our wild and woolly grandpa, soon to be a father, Brendan Thomas. And we can't wait for the Russell Sprout to arrive and come to the that radio That is super show. cute. I know. We're going to get him a t-shirt with a big Russell Sprout on the side of it. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Right here. Oh, Bob Siegel's in the house. He just threw a rock at me. Don't oh. forget. Tune in. It's going to be good. This is Gun Owners Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. The answer.